On this episode of Star Wars Time Show, we're getting crazy. That's right, we're doing our first ever interview. We're growing up. I don't know what to tell you, but we've got Sir Dork730 on the podcast. Cue the music. Welcome back to a brand new, and as you just heard from our lovely announcer, a super duper special episode of the Star Wars Time Show. And why is that? Well, you should already know. Well, you, you might not know if you're just a casual Star Wars fan and you're not nutty like me and you get crazy with your toys and you take them out and you play with them. You go, hey, how you doing, buddy? Let's You want to take some pictures? But we've got a special guest. And even if you are just a straight up Star Wars fan, you probably saw this guest last week during the Triple Force Friday live stream reveal because he was there yes this guy's got some weight and i'm talking about none other than sir dork 730 on instagram aka jared middleton welcome to the show jared how you doing buddy thank you sir it is it is an honor to to say the least i'm a star wars time show fan Heck yeah, and that's that's <laughs> why we've labeled Jared one of our goats. If you are a loyal listener, especially in the toy community, toy photography community, you know exactly who Sir Dork is. I'm going <laughs> to drop the 730 stuff. There's only one Sir Dork in my book, and that is Jared. So, I, I, I mean, Nick and I have been talking for months. Like, we want to start doing interviews. We want to interview the community. Right. We want to talk to the, you know, the toy <laughs> photographers, all this fun stuff. But then we never do it. We just sit around with our thumbs up our asses and, and just talk about Star Wars and nonstop so I took advantage of Nick flying away <clears throat> to Italy to get a little chubby I, I needed a, a partner on air because I can't just do this by myself all the time I, I don't think it's that exciting just listening to my gas bag mouth flap nonstop <laughs> so I, I reached out to Jared last week after seeing his awesome opportunity with uh, the TFF live stream and he was gracious enough to come on so th- this is kind of how we're going to do things with Mr. Dork here we're going to get to know him I mean, yes, he is a excellent toy photographer. He's well. huge, got a massive account. But we want to get to know the man a bit. We want to get to know the Star Wars fan in Jared. So that's how we're going to go. So it's going to be a fun little conversation. Uh, I guess first things first, Jared. I mean, I, I don't know much about you outside of your, your Sir Dork persona. Uh, I mean, you just give us an idea if you want to. I mean, you don't have to. But what part of the country are you in? How old are you? I mean, are you, a, are you a prequel generation Star Wars fan, an OT generation? I mean, let's get some insights into who Jared <laughs> is as a person here. Well, I was, I was born in 92, so I'm All 27. Right, so you're, you're, like, you're like a Nick's generation, a little younger right. than Nick. Yeah, so I'm, I'm 100. I mean, I, I'm a, <clears throat> a lover of every generation, obviously, but uh, I, I definitely would say I'm, I'm a prequel guy. I mean, I was seven years old when I saw... Phantom Menace, and I fell in love with Jar Jar Binks, and I still, to this day, I love that guy. So There you go. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Jar Jar. I know he gets a bad rap from old people like me. I, I never hated him. To me, he he's not even remotely close to what the problem is with some of the prequel movies, but right. I, I get it, man. I mean, we're all, everyone's going to latch on to these different trilogies, and it's unfortunate what's kind of happened with with the Disney stuff, I, I still don't quite understand the negative backlash to all that. But hey, we're not going to get into that. Maybe next week, if you do the proper show with me, we can get really fandom nerdy. We can here, dig so. deep. 
Yeah, totally. All right, so good deal. So just getting into your fandom now, I guess you kind of told us, basically since, what, you were you were seven? It, was it the movie that did it for you, or, or were you kind of in the Star Wars before that? It's it's kind of weird. Like, I don't remember the first time I watched a Star Wars movie. It's just, like, something that's always been there. Like, I've always watched the original trilogy with my brothers. We had we had that uh, the golden... Uh, the the 90s re-release with the the newer oh yes yeah. the box when you opened set, it up like, yeah. it, and closed it it farted like, there you go you know yeah, what I'm talking old, about where you yep, you the closed the cardboard gas. yeah 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 so I mean I, we grew up watching those <laughs> so you had little Jared sitting there going over and over right and I would I would still to this day do the same thing if I had it in my hands <laughs> but uh, yeah and. You, know, you mean the, you guys threw it out? You didn't keep it? You're you're not that type of collector oh, where you well, keep everything? I know I know exactly where it is, but it's at my okay. brother's my brother's <laughs> house. Unfortunately it's not in my possession, but he ended so up with a lot of So are you the youngest of, of the clan here then, Jared? Right, yeah, I have two older brothers and right. uh, yeah, we're all Star Wars fans. I think I've gotten a little bit deeper into it since I literally spend all my time photographing yeah, yeah, totally. Star Wars toys. <laughs> you kind of are the are are one of the Star Wars photographers at this point. You know, one of the go-to. Hey, who's doing something rad in Star Wars photography, Sir Dork? I mean, uh, I'm just I'm doing everything I can. I guess. <laughs> hey, you, you, you did something right, right, buddy? I mean, something I guess. you've done has worked out because some some major doors have opened for you over these past what is it, like the last year. Did you go? Are you the guy that went viral on Facebook last December? Right. Is that, yeah, that's you. Right? I'm that guy. So yeah, that, that was that was a, a quite the experience. I mean, I, I I started like doing videos a little bit, and I think one of them went viral on Reddit first, and then you know filled up with a bunch of you know people just talking shit about me, which is fine, and I thank every single one of them because Heck it yeah. helped with the whole scenario. And then one person asked me, "Hey, can I make a video and put it on Facebook?" And it was uh, this this like toy uh, sorry this facebook page called board panda uh and they made it and they put it out there and this like just went everywhere i guess and they used a bunch that of is... really old videos really old photos that i look at now and i'm like why would you use that but, uh, <laughs> you know I, I literally owe them the world i i just got super lucky you know like oh, it's awesome dude i mean it, trust lucky. me you're talking to some guy that's been creating content on the web since 2010, has had one or two things get a little crazy on YouTube, but never in terms of like an account just blowing up. And I remember it last year. I mean, people know I, I did toy photography. I've been doing it for a few years. IG fucking hates my guts, so no one really ever sees my shit. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. But I, I remember, like, dude, you got, you see what this guy's doing with, with pictures? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I, I, I've seen it. I'm, I'm glad he's getting this exposure because it's kind of like this little closed community on IG that I don't know how many people know about. Right. Uh, but right. I had a feeling once that broke that whoever's account that was was going to skyrocket. And, and here we are, I believe, what are you, you approaching 50,000? Or probably with the Star Wars bump, you're at 50,000, right? Uh, not not quite, but not uh, quite. yeah, I mean the that whole explosion on Facebook. Yeah, was, we'll, we'll get there, people. I mean, just yeah, just wait till you world. hear what this guy got to do. I, I still want to figure out how it all went down. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm eager to learn that story. But back to your your Star Wars fandom, brother. I mean, so it, it sounds like the maybe going to a movie star. You don't even know. It's just kind of always been in your soul. I guess when when it gets down to brass tacks. Do you have a favorite movie out of the? Well, we have like ten or eleven films at this point. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, every one of them has got a, its own little spot in my heart for sure. But I think the biggest spot is for that one Phantom Menace. I, Hell yeah, I, dude. I love that movie. I don't think there's any movie I could quote like I can that movie. I think I can go the entire movie. I'm glad to hear everything. that because I've actually, it was a few months ago, I put out a, a video post that no one probably saw because our YouTube's still kind of tiny. Because at one point in time, people, I don't know if you remember, I, I was right. I'm still running entertainmentboo.com. I'm gonna kill it probably next year just because it's it's ran its course. But that's where Nick and I started doing Star Wars right. time. It was it was under the umbrella of the Entertainment Buddha cast. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so we're we're finally over here. We're we're we had to start everything new. We we got our own website, all that fun stuff. So that's why. A lot of the shit I'm making, at least on Star Wars Time YouTube, isn't quite getting the traction. But I, I did a video basically saying I have all these reasons why The Phantom Menace is not the worst Star Wars movie. Because if you do a search on Google for the worst Star Wars movie, that comes the articles up, huh? that will come up first shit on TPM. Right? Uh, that's a shame. And, and I I'm mean, with you. I'm I, with you. It's the best prequel, in my opinion. Hands down, like I don't even think the other two compete. Yeah, Attack of the Clones is just straight garbage in turn in terms of cinema, in terms of just good cinema. It, it's just not good. Yeah, it's it's funny with the, with those movies. Like I love them from the second they came out, and the more and more I watch them, like as a quote unquote adult. I'll see, like, okay, I see why everyone hates this. Oh, movie. yeah, you're probably, you're and, a little kid. You're probably like, man, you guys are a bunch of assholes. Right. Like, fucking leave me alone. I just, I like this shit. I don't care. <laughs> At that age, I, mean, I, I, didn't I, even I know. was, I was 19 or 18, when, no, 19 when Phantom Menace came out. I saw yeah. it 10 times in theaters. I mean, I, I still thought it was great. Then Attack of the Clones came out, still super jazz. Yeah, the fucking prequels, and, and I went and saw it early. I was like, eh, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, new Star Wars. I was still like that, like, yeah, yeah. And then in I denial. It, I, was like, I was like, ah, okay, well, maybe maybe it'll get better in Revenge. And then that comes out, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's a technically a better movie. But I don't know if you've heard any of my, my old prequel diatribes, and I try not to do it too much anymore because I used to go – nuts i mean I, I used to do the show drunk literally we, we would record on friday nights after i was at the bar for like three hours and i'd just be out of my mind talking shit on the prequels i, I basically sounded like the the troll bags with the disney stuff with the prequels oh yeah yeah uh, well, but I, mean, I, I have a legitimate beef with revenge because of how it treated anakin's fall i, I just i thought it was unearned it was too convenient uh, they never really in the live action prequels set up how someone like Anakin could do what he did. Uh, now they've made up for it in the Clone Wars, but that, oh, that's yeah, where that, we're at. So that added so much more. And one of the things oh, yeah, that's actually yeah. been kind of cool more recently is like I, I guess it's because my generation's a little bit older. So I just I've, I've been seeing more and more like love for those movies start to oh, just totally. like come out of nowhere. And it's like yeah, totally. I'm I'm glad to see it because I love those movies too. Yeah, I mean I, I I've got a three year old now. She she loves Star Wars and. She's not a huge fan of the prequels, but again, Phantom Menace, Jar Jar, she'll watch that two or three times a day if she's Hell feeling yeah. it. So, yeah, you're 100%. I also think, and this is weird, I don't know if it's like you guys trying to get payback on us for shitting on your stuff, but I think the most vocal Disney Star Wars trolls are the prequel generation. 
Really? That, that's my take. I, I don't find too many original trilogy, like older guys and gals getting too upset about the Disney stuff. I don't know. I mean, huh. a lot of times, dude, I just, I pull hot takes out of my bungholes. So I just got to <laughs> go with it, I guess. That's yeah. my opinion. You know? <laughs> I guess, I guess I've never really noticed. I get like, I'm just so used to so many things that I love, like, like right. be hated on. There's so many things that like are my favorite things that like, Everyone else just seems to hate for some reason. Like, well, you know what, Jared? You're you're a healthy individual. You're someone that can navigate the internet without letting it make you nuts. Unfortunately, <laughs> my little jobbies here with these websites and podcasts, I, I kind of have to dig into the shit sometimes and roll up my sleeves. Um, so I'm I'm exposed to a lot of the hate, and it, it does get depressing. It's like fuck. I mean, even people sometimes. When we're putting stuff out or I'm putting out news posts on IG, some of the comments, I just like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah. Well, it's just, uh, doesn't matter where you go, you're going to get a little bit of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No no one can ever be happy with anything. And the best part is, this is all fake science fiction nonsense. Like, it's not real life at all, but that's how we treat it. (laughs) And we fight over it, yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, So, film, TPM, my follow-up to this was going to be favorite trilogy then, and I kind of have a an inkling where we're going with this that's 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 for some reason like much more difficult of a of an answer i mean i guess it's it's a not a great question because the third trilogy isn't complete yet and clearly tross can i believe tross is either gonna redeem the entire trilogy for people that hate it or for people like me that have enjoyed the seven and eight it's hopefully going to put an emphatic stamp on another solid trilogy but uh any of them stand out yeah, I, I think, I mean, if, if I were to choose one, I don't really want it to sound like I, I love more, one more, way more than the other at all, but I, I would probably end up choosing the, I, not the prequels, but the age of the age of the Republic, right? Isn't that how we're, we're saying it now? Those are the prequels. Right, okay, yeah, that's... So it's Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, Age of Resistance. Okay. Okay, yeah, so yeah, right. you, you corrected me on that. I forgot. It's no longer the P T O T and S T. Right. I want to. I want to be politically correct. <laughs> this um, no. But, well, I mean, I, it makes sense. This guy has essentially rubbed shoulders with Star Wars royalty at this point. So I mean, I don't you know, know about he, that. He's got to walk the company <laughs> line. <laughs> All right. So speaking of favorites, any character that's just like that—that's my guy or my girl. Uh, for or so alien, or that's my thing. Oh well, I think Darth Maul is my favorite character. Ever since right. ever since that time, he just showed up in my life. It just I thought he was the coolest thing ever. And yeah, I, I I don't I don't know if this counts, but I I just absolutely am in love with any kind of stormtrooper. And it's kind of weird to say my favorite character is a stormtrooper, but that might that might be the more accurate answer for me to say. It's all I ever all want right. to buy. Are the I, I like it. I mean, you, I'll give you the two-parter on that because you, you had to pick one. You did, and he's a fantastic choice. I mean, who who would have ever thought Maul would have had the life that he's had after what happened to him in TPM? So And, yeah, just what, like, a different character he is now as opposed to when we first oh, met yeah. him. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. his yeah. arc on Clone Wars and then followed up on Rebels, some, some of the best storytelling. Without a doubt. Yeah, and we're getting more of him too, which is just, I just, I don't know when it's going to end, which is fine with me. No, I'm, I'm good with it. I, yeah, I mean, that's same. why I, I always yell about Bob Iger and him putting the brakes on just because he fucked up and released Solo too early because he was scared about Mary fucking Poppins. It's I know, like, no, we could have. So, we, that's, we mean, we, we may see, um, you know, the older Darth Maul in the Kenobi series, or we may see him, 
Who knows? There's plenty of yeah, places. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all about year. that. Uh, even if they, you know, there's been rumors out there they may punt Solo to Disney Plus. I mean, a lot of people, I think, forget that all those actors were under contract for more than just one movie. I mean, even Ron Howard himself says, yeah, there's there's scripts out there. There, there were plans, but, you know, now that it, it kind of lost a little money or didn't make a billion, they, they're like, yeah, fuck this shit. We're, we're getting rid of the standalones, rebooting, bringing in Feige. It's going to be the MCU before you know it. I hope so. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But after 2019, dude, we got a three-year wait until the next fucking movie and and that bums me out hopefully it has all you people the, the fandom menace as you call yourselves i guess you're happy <laughs> with that i don't know i prefer star wars content as much as we can yeah. get it so, i mean i'm i'm certainly not happy about that by any means if we could have two a year that's that'd be great but i mean we will still have you know consistent episodes oh yeah yeah the, the disney in. plus the, the arrival of that this november 12 that that's gonna be huge to fill the gaps because you know we're gonna get the mando this year clone war clone wars early right. on in 2020 i think cassian will be fall 2020 and then i'm expecting kenobi to be either spring 2021 or they may save that for fall 2021 but yeah so yeah i i agree but it's been fun these past what four years at this point to know we've got at least a star wars movie to look forward to every year and and that that's gone december 20 it, it's over yeah, we got to wait three years. We're going back to limbo, you know. Before George sold, we didn't know if he was ever going to do anything again. But right, and you know, like for so long, we didn't know we were getting new Star Wars movies at all. So I mean, exactly, exactly. You know, That's why I, I'm I'm okay with waiting a little bit, as much as I would want more. But um, you know, I think we're still a little lucky to have what we have. Well, you know? yeah, like I said, you're a much more healthy individual than myself. <laughs> I, I am a I am the epitome of a Star Wars freak. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, you, you are. Don't start okay, websites yeah. about Star Wars and podcasts about Star Wars unless you're a nut. Uh, so it is what it is. <coughs> All right, excuse it me. It is what it is. How about this? We're still working through a Star Wars bio, my friends, but we're having good dialogue. This is what we do. How about what? a standout moment from the franchise? Scene, moment, dialogue, whatever. <sighs> right. Hmm. I didn't want to give these to you early so you could prepare. So I, mean, I, I can, I, I yeah. Want, I well, want like a dynamic answer here. Which, I have... I have a, I have a few, and there's like, I don't want to keep resorting back to the Phantom Menace. I really Who don't. Who cares, man? If you like it, you like it. Who cares? <laughs> like that moment where uh, they're in the Naboo like hangar, and those elevator doors open or whatever, and you see Darth Maul, and you hear the dun dun. Oh yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, yeah, the Duel of Fates kicks in. Right, takes his hood off, and you see that double wielded lightsaber or double sided lightsaber ignited. And you're like, anytime you watch that, your heart beats a little bit faster. It's awesome. It's still the best lightsaber duel in the franchise. Yeah, and actually, like. This might just be because The Last Jedi is, is fresh in my mind because I watched it again recently. Um, but there hasn't been a lot of oh shit moments as big as when Kylo just like whips that lightsaber around and cuts Snoke in half. There haven't been a lot of moments in Star Wars where I've been so completely shocked. Right. In that I moment. agree. I agree. That's why I hate myself for fucking reading the Jedi Paxis leaks for Tross. Oh no! See, yeah, that there's. You know, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, uh, dude, such an asswipe. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't spoil TFA, so obviously, when you find out that Kylo's a solo, that was huge for me. Um, just Kylo killing his dad was huge. I mean, I, I didn't know any of that. Same with TLJ, like you right. said. I mean, the the, the throne room b betrayal was huge. 
Like, you didn't know that was coming. And now I, I do believe what I've read in this Jedi Paxis shit. There's spots of it are, are spot on. I mean, just I can already see it with some of the official shit coming out for Triple Force Friday. I mean, today they rolled out the first picture of Babu Frick, and I'm like, oh, yep, well, that I saw that today. That kind of lines up with what Homeboy's saying, so I pretty much fucked this movie for myself. It, it sounds like a great movie, but it, it's definitely, I'm not going to have the moment Jared's talking about. And the, I live for that shit, especially with Star Wars, any type of uh, sci-fi stuff. I love for that, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> that type of stuff. And now I, I'm pretty sure I've robbed myself of that, so. Hey, you never know. There could still be a couple things that show up. That I'm sure. I mean, I, I still, I, I know I've said, oh, none of the movies leaked before they came out. And people are like, hey, fuck you. The whole script for TFA came out like two days before. I'm like, okay, well, two days before. We're, we're still right. talking. I remember that. Jedi Paxis has been weeks, months before it. Um, but right. there, there's some stuff in there that's definitely being paid off on in uh, released material at this point. So... Eh, fuck. Yeah, and, I, and every every single episode of Star Wars Time Show I listen to when it comes out. But the one that came out that you guys did uh, a couple weeks ago about the leaks, I oh yeah, didn't even didn't that's even fine. open that one. I mean, that, that's I was like, why we we have to wait warnings. till next week, guys. <laughs> Crazy thing is, it's our most viewed episode on YouTube yet. Really? I mean, it, it's what people want to click on. I mean, I, I understand how the clickbait game works. I mean, it's yeah. not hard to figure out. It's just that's what that. There is a there is a section of fans that just live and die for leaks and spec. I I, I love speculating. I, I don't so much like leak reading, uh, but again, when you're Star Wars time and people are asking if you're going to talk about it, you kind of feel a little obligated. So I cave to the fandom. But hey, yeah, it's and it's I'm it's, here to serve. It's tough. It's not easy to you know. I mean, I want to give in and see those leaks. I oh, want to know right now. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a but, constant dialogue in my head like do it don't do it do it do it do it you know i got my own little palpatine in there. <laughs> do it and a I little stevie sheave hey, as i call him <laughs> yeah my man sheave all right so uh moving on how about you know you, you've been pretty pretty high on star wars prequels uh, you like the snoke moment it, it, do any of the films animated series do any of them just not sit well with you i mean is there a move is there a movie where you're just like eh it's Star Wars. I still liked it, but it wasn't the best. Or, it, you know, I liked the Clone Wars, but I hated Rebels, or I hate Resistance because Disney is doing it, stuff like that. Any of that? Hmm. Um, I think there's there's some things that have taken a little bit longer to grow on me as more than others, but there's, there's definitely a few moments in a couple movies where I watch <clears throat> and I still cringe a little bit. Um, like, I think more in Revenge of the Sith. Like, there's that one scene... Uh, where Obi-Wan is telling Padme that Anakin's been killing younglings. And it's just, they're both incredible actors, but that oh, one dude. scene just, it's, I, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, no. I, I got another one from that movie starring Mr. Ewan McGregor, too. It's when they get trapped in the ray shield, and he's like, oh, oh, how could this happen? We're smarter We're than this. We're smarter than this. It's right. like, come on, George Lucas. What the fuck were you writing for these people, <laughs> man? Like, yeah. What? There's definitely a couple moments, and I just try to just like, you know what? Just forget about that. Just forget yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You're like, you, you, your body almost, you know, you, you, we, we, we have this natural douche chill reaction to, to other people in life where you, you almost prepare for it and you feel bad for them, but it makes you feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know exactly I know exactly what you're talking about. 
All right, so, I mean, get, we got a little bit of Jared's Star Wars background. Started young like most of us and has continued into adulthood. So let's kind of transition, man. Did your, did your fandom for Star Wars, I'm assuming you, you might have collected stuff when you're young, but did your Star Wars fandom lead into the toy photography stuff, or is that just something you're like, hey, fuck it, this looks like fun? <laughs> well, um, actually, the the earliest of my, if you were to scroll back into the dark times of my Instagram, the, the earliest of my toy photography was not Star Wars. It was more just like Power Rangers and stuff like that. That was when okay. I was real big into collecting. Once I like had money as an adult, I was when I started to buy figures, it was more like the Power Rangers, stuff like that. And then I had a couple old Stormtroopers from way back. And I was taking pictures of these guys too. And I was like, I need some like legit figures of these. And that was when after the first like three or so Black Series uh, waves have been out and so I got one of the clones and then ever since then like that was it that was all I ever wanted so it's just so like was it I, I mean were you a collector first and I guess what was the impetus to you to take one outside and I don't know if you used your phone at first or if you always had a, a DSLR or whatever I mean how did we get here how oh, did gotcha. we get to Jared taking his Power Rangers outside and snapping <laughs> some shots yeah, well, it it all started with Instagram. So like, I was I was a collector before any type of photographer, and I still even it's weird to call myself a photographer. But um, yeah, like I would just get a new toy and be like, this is sick, and I would post on Instagram like, check out this sick new Red Ranger. And then every time I would post something new, I try to make them look cooler. And as I was posting it, you know, I see this this community of people who are you know literally that's all they do is just take pictures of these toys yeah buddy and i'm like this is so cool like how could i Which ever one sucked you in first was it toy pops i honestly at that point i don't even remember and then like once i actually was like okay i'm gonna actually go outside and actually take photos of the toys just to make them look cool and then post it and then afterwards then it started getting into like that's all i ever wanted to do just to photograph them and i used my phone but like uh, I think probably my biggest initial uh, inspiration was SGG Bananas. That guy just like I saw like the the explosions and stuff that he did back with like when he did a bunch of more because the style's a little different now. But he posted. Well, yeah, he's he he's definitely toned down now. He's more just atmosphere shots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sergeant Bananas, I think is he's the godfather. I would say of of dynamic toy photography. You know, like practical effects and stuff. And if you're just really listening to a casual Star Wars fan, I mean, Jared is known for his practical effects, and, and we'll get into that. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bananas definitely was someone that, that I caught on early, too. I mean, I, I think I started doing the toy stuff in 16. I started with Funko Pops, which I can't right. even stand anymore. I have, I think, like 700 of them, though. <laughs> Same we, as you. We all had a phase, I think, with us. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do like the chibi aesthetic i mean that i I like the bobblehead and stuff not as much as i now like the higher end hot toys and black series and figure arts and shit but i did have an obsession with that but the same thing i'd roll out there with my iphone invert the camera take a shot and make them look you know big with their big heads and then it's very similar to you you just you're like oh shit there's other assholes doing this cool it's like, oh, there's hashtags so I can get a bunch of likes and right, I can right. see other techniques. And, oh, my God, I'm terrible. Holy shit, why do I even do this? I better get a real camera. And then Dude. before you know it, you're, you know, 
couple thousand dollars in with the DSLR lighting shit on fire and here we go right so right yeah honestly that's that's it and that's probably the case with almost every uh every person it's so easy to get sucked in like you just find it on there and you see yeah. some of these pictures and you're like wow that's so fucking cool like it, how it, could it is I ever fun to that? see everyone's first shot i mean even banana's first shot he's posted a few times it, it's literally like a like a monkey riding a skateboard and it, it, it looks fairly basic. It's probably about what I'm putting out these days. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably, it's probably amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my skills have just been kind of middling around in la la average land for a while. Plus no, I dude, post process like an ass white. You're and, 10 times more hard on yourself than, than you should well, be. Yeah, I mean, we all are, but trust me, I, I, Instagram has given me a complex. I mean, there, there's, there's sometimes uh, I'm like, man, I think this is a great one. I think people like it. And then it gets like a hundred likes, even during a toy pops where people are supposed to like, and we all know they don't. It's like, okay, well, Instagram definitely hid that one from, pretty much all of my followers so i guess i'll go fucking shit yeah myself. instagram's just kind of a dick and like it's it's kind of funny how like just the toy just toy photography in general has just has grown so much i don't know if it's yes. just the way i used to do things but um some photos that i think were like really cool back then would get like nothing uh like under like 50 likes and then i see like people who are just starting out and their photos are great and they're getting like all these likes i'm like wow that's amazing like it took me years know, to dude. get over that many likes so it's just like it's really cool to see like how much it's it's grown oh, I, I, i'm with then. you and I, I know a lot sometimes i may sound like a hater I, i'm not hating I, i'm just lamenting the fact that i'm not getting that fucking bump <laughs> from instagram because there there are times i'm not i'm not shitting you they're, they're nice shots they're clean they're crispy if you want to call them that but they're like just a, a figure fucking standing there like like a fig stand there you know some atmosphere behind it we're like here we go six seven hundred eight hundred likes I'll sit there and kill myself with, you know, fireworks or something crazy trying to be like Sir Dork and, you know, gets gets 200 likes. It's like, okay, well, no, I guess I don't know. I guess I don't there, know what looks good. There have been countless times where I've been scrolling and I'll be like, oh, whoa, that is sick. Oh, dude, Matt, that was so good. And I'll just instantly go comment like, oh, dude. Uh, well, the, well, thank you because that, that, so like that, that helps that one, IG uh, kind of uh, show it to more people. But as Nick has explained, because he kind of does this shit for a living with social media. I mean, that's that's his thing is social media advertising and how the algorithms work and all that. But he pretty much said, if you drop a shot on Instagram and organically it doesn't get traction within like the first 30 minutes to an hour in terms of people liking or commenting, it's done done like it yeah. just it will get hidden from most of your followers they won't even see it um see i, I do miss the old days but that's neither here nor there we're, we're here to talk about sir dork not my <laughs> shitty ass problems on instagram so all right man favorite line to shoot at this point in time i think we know what your go-to is oh, I think yeah you've, I think you've kind of moved on from the power rangers i mean you're, you're pretty <laughs> much a star wars guy at this point right yeah it's it's so it's probably 95 percent star wars and uh, honestly, I don't have a whole lot of other Star Wars figures that aren't Black Series figures. I've got a few figure arts or um, maybe some other Tomashi products, but mostly mostly Black Series stuff. You know, it's it's good stuff and it's available and it's cheap. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that just just because it's around? It's you know usually twenty dollars, or you don't want to go down the Hot Toys rabbit hole like I did a year ago, and now it's costing me about four thousand bucks. Well, I mean. It might just be because I enjoy the um, the the one twelfth scale, right. but there's a lot of things about getting like uh, 
Black Series that is just really fun because there's something that you can find easy and you can kind of like go into the store and be like, oh shit, here it is. Yes, they have it. And like, that there's is a one certain of the amount of joy. Feelings. Yeah, there's a there's a, a such a special moment that is when you find it. And you know, is there they're still within a good price range. There's just so many things about it that just make it convenient and exciting. And they also, you know, there's so many more. Uh, Black Series uh, figures with, or there's so many more characters made into Black Series figures than there are like Figure Arts or any of the other brands that are making, you know, decent yeah, yeah. style I mean, Star Wars. Especially with the Hasbro's new digital face paint, it, it really is getting hard to be like, oh no, I need the the Figure Arts Ray too. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, honestly, the Hasbro Ray right now for Tross looks absolutely spot on incredible. To Tross figure Arts and, and really, Tross Figure Arts got. Those wonky elbow joints. She got that shitty rubber hood. I mean, I, I don't think the Hasbro has soft goods, right? I mean, you, you've gotten to touch it. Did right. they give you any, or did they just let you play with them? It started out as just letting the play, like letting us play with them, and then uh, we kind of threw out a few ideas of why we can, why we should keep them, and got like you. after a few yeah. months, they let us take a couple home, which was pretty sweet. Good, good, good. All right. Well, again, we'll we'll get into that. I'm just throwing little teases here and there for the the, the awesome thing that Jared got to do a, a week a week ago. So, all right. So, Star Wars. Uh, I guess well, let's get into this. I think you've already mentioned one, but what are who or what are some of your influences with this hobby? I mean, a lot of ideas yourself, or are you looking at people like Bananas or you know other other big accounts out there, and you kind of like. I want to be like them when I grow up as a toy photographer. Yeah, there's, there's honestly, there's just, there's so, so many. And like, honest, probably the first one that I can remember is def, definitely, or Sergeant Bananas. Like, he definitely got me going. And like, he kind of showed me like what it could be. And it's like, wow, how do you even do that? Like, how do you get the cool fire and stuff? Uh, and then later on, like, there's just some, a lot of the, a lot of the people aren't really doing it so much anymore. Like, um, there's one guy, Toy Bills, who, who's mostly like kind of a, a collector account. Yeah. Just like a lot of, I'm sure you probably know him. And he did a little bit of toy photography here and there. And I would see that and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then actually, not not even just saying this, Jesse, uh, everything Kylo, like for a long time, I oh, followed him. His and I was brother like, Goat, my friends. He's bringing up the, the other goat, the other yeah. SWT goat. If you don't know, this is one of the goats, by the way. If you, you've been listening <laughs> to a goat right now no he like he's amazing and for so long uh i followed him and then like one time he yeah, sent me a message yeah. and i was like oh my god he sent me a message whoa <gasps> yeah, yeah everything kylo amazing. jesse is a he's action jackson man i mean he he gets some of the best action poses out there and and his he i love really that he does. finally showed that i mean the motherfucker for the most part's using a straw to blow up the dust i know yeah he's amazing he's yeah like, he's like fuck buying canned air i'm just gonna use a straw I love that shit. I love seeing new tips and tricks. That's some of my favorite part of the community now is when people include some BTS. I try to, but at half the time I fucking forget to do it because you know how it is. I mean, sometimes when you're out on the shoot, you're, you're just so consumed with, I've got at least me, you know, being a dad and whatnot, not wanting to burn my whole weekends outside with my camera, but I've like, I got a set amount of time. I got this box of figs, got some props, some shit to blow up. I've got no real plans. I'm just going to set stuff up and see where it goes. Right, yeah. So, uh, no, I yeah, know the feeling. I, I loved seeing Jesse blow the fucking straw for that Hulk and Wolverine shot. So. Yeah. 
No, he's a good guy. He's a yeah, good he's guy. he's made. Yeah, he's he really is, and like he really has been a huge inspiration for me for for a while. And it's yeah, it's 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 even an honor to be uh, you know put in the same category as him. You know, with with the whole goat thing, which I still don't really understand where the goat thing came from, but I well, fully here, embraced I, I, it and I love the goat. I try to explain it. I mean, you guys are Star <laughs> Wars time goats because to Nick and I, you've you've put your best foot forward in in promoting us and helping us. You guys are, you know, typically every week you'll throw up in your story, oh, new episodes up, I'm listening, or this, that, or the other thing. I mean, you, you guys have kind of keyed into us as we started. You got behind it. So, you know, hey, we're not afraid to admit that we're going to pump up our most art of supporters. That's what we do here, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, so there we go. I mean, that's why you're a goat. You, you've, you've shown us with Jesse the most love, so that's why you're goats. <laughs> goat goat level fans is what we're called but you guys are you're goat level toy photographers too so it's kind of a dual meaning all right speaking of your <laughs> photography what type of gear you use what's your what's your gun what's your camera um so i when it comes to cameras and things like that like just and how have you not fucking blown up your lens yet i think it's actually getting to the point where it's starting to show a little a <laughs> little bit of wear and tear but i have a it's a canon um, EOS Rebel T6. All right. And, and do uh, you uh, is it just a kit lens, or do you have different lenses you use? I just use the kit lens right now. I'm, I, I my biggest thing I want like on my wish list is to get like a macro lens, but uh, that one works great. And like a lot of people tell me like, wow, uh, it's really cool to see you take cool pictures with such like a uh, inexpensive equipment. And I'm like, oh, um, honestly, I don't really know much about cameras, but Sweet, thanks. That, 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 I'm that's glad. the point I was gonna make. I mean, I, I'm not here to like shit on your gear and like, oh, I have a Canon 80D. I'm way better. It, it, and Jared's <laughs> right. It, it it usually is not the gear. Right. Can it, the it, can the gear not. make certain things a bit easier? Of course. But it, it, when it comes down to, to photography and what makes a good picture, it, it's really all about the person holding the camera and what their eye can do with that camera. The camera's just a machine. It's there to snap the pick. Jared still has to get behind it, envision the scene, line it up, light his blowtorch, and hit the <laughs> hit the shutter button, right? So uh, it, it, it's it's not like people like Sergeant Bananas or Work More or Less or so on and so forth have produced their quality shots because they have high-end full-frame cameras. They may not even have full frames. I don't know. Right. I mean, I... I, I Got my Canon 80D, I think three years ago, and I don't ever see a need to get anything else until it blows up. Honestly, I mean, yeah, same as, here. As Jared said, it, it the lenses can change, and it's really just for us, at least in my opinion, the lenses give us different abilities, like how far we can get away from our subjects, how close we can get, how you know we can take these little six inch guys and make them look like real people type of shit. And, and dude, you definitely you got to get that Canon 100. My my wife got it for me this past Christmas. I have not taken it off my camera since. I don't know if I'll ever take it off again outside if I'm doing human photography because, you know, obviously the, the macro doesn't suit right. itself well for larger landscape type of scenes. But, dude, it is money. I mean, I think it's like an $800 lens, but it's well worth it. I'm pretty sure that's the same one I have on my Amazon yeah. wish list right now. Yep, you, you want it. That's the one you want. And, and just look there because sometimes those Amazon uh, – 
people that sell through Amazon, they'll do ridiculous bundles for these lenses where you essentially pay for the lens and then they give you memory cards, tripods, cases, yeah. Yeah. this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it, you're absolutely right. There's been some crazy deals where the, the, the price of the lens is the same amount as the price of yep. the lens with like 15 other just like completely random things that come with it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that is well, well, well worth your time, and I know you'll do some magic with it. I do caution, get yourself a fucking lens hood if you get it. Cause <laughs> yeah, the way, that's, the that's way the you position too. your camera sometimes in your videos scares me. Yeah, I, like, that, the thing's taking some abuse, and I owe it a lot. It doesn't owe <laughs> like, me anything, but I owe it a lot. How have you not burnt the glass on your lens yet? I mean, I, I've just even mistakenly got a coal in the mine, and there was a pockmark. Luckily, it, it wiped off, but... I mean, people, you've got to go check out Jared's YouTube channel. Is it is it just slash SirDork730? Yeah, yeah, everything's just SirDork730. Yeah, so yeah YouTube.com slash SirDork730. If you're looking to get into the toy photography stuff, Jared has taken his time to make great informative videos to show you all his tips and tricks, his behind-the-scenes. Uh, but you can see that, I mean, the guy's nuts. I, I've talked about his blowtorch many times. It's one of my favorite bits of gear that <laughs> you do all the time and it makes it makes me laugh every time it's, it's so awesome that you're just like you know what fuck lighters fuck windproof lighters screw electronic lighters i am bringing a blowtorch just in case i need to weld something while i'm out shooting yep. my toys well there's there's nothing more frustrating to me when i i have everything set up perfect yeah and then i'm ready to light the thing up and i'm just like and then a over figure and over. falls or something. And the figure falls or something happens, and it's just like it's horrible. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> if I get this $45 thing at Lowe's to just – there's, yeah, I'm never going to have fantastic. that issue ever again. And fantastic. Yeah, I don't ever have the issue anymore. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. He's, he is a, a pyro at heart, my friends. But, yeah, you got to check out some of these videos because he, he gets up close and personal with his firework shots. Let's just we'll, – we'll leave it at that. <laughs> and I, I appreciate um, that, man. But, yeah, you can watch me abuse my, my poor camera and action figures. So uh, in terms of your, your shooting preferences, I mean, are you more of a, an outdoor guy? Have you ever done indoor photography? Uh, I, yeah, I, I definitely love outdoor. And I, I have done – I try to do indoor actually every once in a while, um, for sure. But I just, I'm, I'm so reliant on the sun and like for so long, I didn't really know how to really light, like get good lighting and just yeah, lighting's like, oh, a bitch. it really, it really is. And I didn't really understand it for so long until now. I mean, I probably still don't really fully understand it, but, uh, yeah, just like, I really need that sun and like, I, I just, I, I feel so dependent on it. And then when I go inside, I'm like, wow, this looks like shit. What am I even doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I started outdoor, and it really was. It's just like, when can I get the best sun? You know, you have your golden hours. You have your hours you probably shouldn't fuck with it because it's going to be so damn bright. Uh, and then, you know, I, I got indoors just based on some tips from people like Work More or Less with the Digirama stuff, looking at some of the stuff Plastic right. Action's gotten into, No right. Rain. Those guys are yeah, they're, they're insane. Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. They're just fucking like... Fucking insane. There's, I don't know how they fit so much talent into their bodies. All of them should be making money for the hobby. I'm glad they've at least at this point in time have become influencers of sort for certain brands because they, they at least deserve that. They deserve that and more, seriously. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, I, I've come to like in, indoor shooting because you have complete control over lighting. 
and if you just understand your basically the basics of the three lighting system where you got your your fill your key and sometimes your like an overhead light uh, you can you can figure right. stuff out but you sure shit can't bring your blowtorch and light off fireworks yes. indoors so. so that's the biggest thing like i think yeah. i've just become obsessed with the flashiness i just like the yeah. I, I want every photo i take to have something ridiculous going on in it oh like, yeah like... you have to now i mean that is your that's your mo that is your brand i mean your, your shots are always like oh you know like fucking <laughs> coming at you like that <laughs> i feel like if i don't have that it's just gonna be like a really basic boring shot yeah like, like oh man what, what can't happened even do to something. sir dork he must be like depressed or something that... or he's getting all sensitive on us he's not <laughs> blowing something up exactly right so yeah that's just <laughs> i like the outdoor i like i like the flashy stuff and that you know the outdoor allows me to do the flashy stuff even though i've yeah. been yelled at pl- plenty of times being too loud or yeah okay so well, when you go outdoor i mean i i don't know like if you, do you have a place around your 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 house your apartment that you usually shoot at i i, I believe i you, you put up something recently like oh this is one of my favorite places to shoot it looks like a rundown barn or warehouse or something uh, i guess you have to travel a lot on your shoots or are you, are you close enough to you walk ride a bike well, I, I have uh, um, just a ton of different places. Like, a lot of times I'll just get, like, this sudden inspiration. I'll just go right in the parking lot of my apartment uh, building, which sometimes is problematic because there's, like, hundreds of people right in the building. Uh, that, yeah, I, I could see them. Hey, yeah. yo! Yeah, I've gotten that plenty of times. But actually, recently I went to this one place, and I was using some fireworks, taking pictures of my patrol trooper, and there's, like, this uh, bridge kind of going overhead and this old guy's just waiting for the fireworks to go off so he could yell at me. And then after I put <laughs> it out, he goes, you stop that. I didn't come here, or I came here for some peace and quiet, not to listen to that crap. I was like, sorry, like, sir. Yeah, you're like, hey, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I came here to light stuff on fire. Right, I was so like, I was here first. Up. Go away. Yeah. Right, I'm like, not it's not like you don't own this place, dude, so blow me. <laughs> right, I mean, that's... It's a problem that I could have anywhere I go. Oh, for... That's the, that's the, the one kind of sometimes fun but annoying thing of shooting in public, especially if you're not in your own territory, are the onlookers who, yeah. I mean, they're curious by nature because they're like, why the fuck is this grown dude laying on the ground setting up figures and with a camera and stuff? Like, what's right, going yeah. On here? I've is gotten this, all of that. It, yeah, should, I, should we call the cops? Or should <laughs> we watch this? Is, is he doing something cool? Uh, for the most part, people are just genuinely interested. They're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, crazy. I definitely get more positive kind of uh, right, just curiosity, and then I I still get the the people yelling at me. Or the, the, the worst reaction I've had it was at uh, it was in Hilton Head on the beach. I was close up to some dunes, and like these these drunk asshole like twenty somethings, probably right out of high school. They're, they're they clearly this was like their their senior fucking hoorah or whatever. Sis Bozo is, acts all hard. He comes at me with a golf club. No. He's like, what do you do? You take pictures of us? You take pictures of us? I'll fuck you up. And me, I, I, you don't do that to me. I, I'm, a, I'm a little guy, but I'm psycho, right? And I will <laughs> defend myself, as most little guys do. So when he starts doing this, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll test this guy's bluff. So I just I stood right up and started walking right at him. I'm like, all right, fucking let's go. You know, hit me. Let's fucking go. And Jesus. of course, he just, as he's still barking, walking backwards, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. you better not be taking pictures. I'm like, do you, do you really think I'm taking pictures of you? 
Honestly, do you see this dumb shit I'm doing right here? Do you see these little toys? These are the pictures I'm taking. But Jared's right. I mean, anyway, if you've done this stuff out in public, you, you never know how people are going to react. So yeah, and it is it is definitely tough. To have a blowtorch in your kit. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's my self defense, and it's my. Yeah. I don't know. I, there, there's one guy out there at Boba Pat. I think he brings a piece on his shoots. I don't know if you need to do that, but oh well. I mean, you, you can never, you never be too know. safe, I suppose. You never know. I, yeah. I think he goes out in like the deserts of uh, uh, Nevada because I think he lives in Las Vegas or something. That's so cool. Who knows? Maybe shit gets there's some pirates out there. That's uh, awesome. Things can get crazy with toy photography. It's it's not this big serene peaceful hobby that me think it is. All right, man, so before we kind of move into, I, I had Jared pick some of his shots, essentially his his first ever Star Wars toy shot, a shot where he right. felt like his skills were improving, improving and then a, a recent shot. But real quick before we get there, do you have any just common sense or, or go-to tips that you could give to some of the listeners here? Oh, um, the thing I, I say every time is just, always always keep trying new things and going out of your comfort zone and just like the first time will probably suck but the next time will suck less and then the next time will suck less and then there you go. eventually you you you'll you'll be good at it like um it's it's no joke my friends yep. pra- practice makes perfect yeah as the saying goes so the truth i mean every time yeah. i do it i i i just you know like 90 percent of the time the photo comes out like shit and then i try it again and it looks a little better Oh, yeah, I, I know exactly. I mean, right. we, we've all have grown. I mean, I, I, if I would look pull up a, one of my old shots for you, it'd be like, hey, you fucking loser. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we've all grown, but it is. It's it's just staying committed to it. I, I, would, I wouldn't say I do it as much as I used to. You know, I had a kid in 2016 that kind of sucked some of my, my fuck off time out of my life. But it is. It's just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Yeah, trial and error. Viral on Facebook. Uh, I, I still need to try Sir Dork's light painting technique. I, that's one video I, I go back to because uh, oh. that, that that's a that's a concept I've wanted to try because I just I love the science behind light painting and how the the shutter speed works and how the lights captured all that. So yeah, yeah I, you definitely gave me some ideas for that, and I even went out and bought a little powered cable cord of christmas lights for it so see whoa cool i cannot wait i i I am not fucking around he listens to our stuff i watch and listen to his stuff that's how it goes plus his shit's actually informative where my stuff is just useless i'm so glad you (laughs) You think so just just star wars talk man i mean jared (laughs) will give you actual life tips i'm just giving you fake stuff to think about i mean that's that's subjective for sure (laughs) <laughs> to say the yeah, least right, but of course, of uh, course. no I, that, i'm so glad you think so i feel like so many like actual experts watch those videos and i'm like this fucking guy's no idea what he's talking about like i no, but i that's what i want i don't want some fucking pro that's like oh uh, uh, you know it's like all professionally done i like some dude sitting in his room sometimes wearing a star wars time hat tell me how it is and then goes out in the field and shows it to me that's it yeah that's all we need so i mean it, like he That's does so good cool. good videos, is what I'm trying to say. Well, thank you, man. And, and if right. there's anybody listening that um, that has watched any of them, and they and you ever like tag me in a photo that you take, like after you've watched my video, that that literally is like the the most rewarding thing in the world. It makes me feel so good and I'm so. Oh, proud. I, like, I I hear you, man. I mean, we say it all the time. There's nothing better than getting DMs on IG from people who have listened to the show and have said something. I mean, I, we just got one today. 
I'm not going to re- reveal his name. I don't know if he wants it out there, but he was a, he's a service member. And he's like, dude, I just got back from a tour. I can't thank you guys enough for doing you know weekly content, Star Wars content. And I was like, fuck, man, that is awesome. That's right. why Nick and I do what we do. We, we, right. we, we make no money. We lose money on this shit. I lose life on this stuff. I mean, we've been going a year. We still haven't really broke that big. I mean, over the summer, we we're getting close to 650, 700 downloads a month, but that ain't shit. That ain't shit in real-world podcast terms. So it's just that, that type of feedback and you know stuff that Jared does things. or Jesse does. I mean, it is. It really is the little things. And speaking of little things, let's take a look and I'll have these up in the YouTube version of the cast and linked in the post on StarWarsTime.net if you want to check around. But like I said, I had Jared send over three shots of his, one of his first ever Star Wars shots, one where he felt like his skills were improving, and then a recent one. So we're looking at his first one here. It's from June 8th, 2015. So he's been at it for a while. And like you said, I mean... Grinding, grinding, grinding. Then one day he woke up in December 2018, and here he is with thousands and thousands of followers. I mean, dude, I, I still there is a little jealousy in me. I'm not gonna lie, I'm human. I would I would love for that to happen to me one day. I can't even imagine what that felt like going from just Sir Dork to Sir Dork on blast. Uh, it, it's got to feel real. good. It's got to be a little overwhelming. I'm sure. It was all of that, all of that for sure. But I mean, it's something I think most of us are. are looking to achieve one day, so I'm glad it happened to one of us. But we're looking at a shot here, June 8, 2015, and are these even <coughs> real figures? Yeah, so those are just... Are they three and three-quarter inch, or they, they look like... I'm, I mean, I'm not shitting on your photography. The, the figures <laughs> look okay, like... They look like they're like bootleg, something you buy at like Odd Lots or something. They're, they're 90s... Uh... Uh, just so old power 90s the force, things. like or- what, orange or greenbacks. Honestly, I don't even remember. They're ones I've had in a bin since I was a kid. I I couldn't even tell yeah, you. Now they they have to be the power of the force line. That, like you said, from the early nineties. I think it was still Kenner was was putting these out. Uh, yeah, I mean, just look. Even just looking at the shot, look, look how much better figures have gotten. Yeah. Since then, I mean, yeah. mine when I was a little kid, they were. I don't even know why anyone bought that shit. I mean, they were the most basic ass figures you could get. They only bent at the fucking hips, and then their arms would bend at the shoulders. That's it. Yeah, and the That's way it. they stand up is if you have like one leg forward a little bit, one leg back, because <laughs> it's the way their feet are angled, and it's really difficult, like, to to do anything with them. Yeah, but at, look, even in this shot though, you, you had you had rule of thirds in place. I mean, I can tell you, you're hitting these guys on the crosshairs. You you were doing a little force perspective, right? I mean, you got the the one trooper is in the front of the frame, but your focus is on the guy in the back. Right, right, right. You See, somehow got purpose. you somehow got the the sand trooper to to look like he's walking. You know, I mean, even though there's zero almost zero articulation, in these guys. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I was really happy to find that, because I was just like, oh my gosh. It probably makes you feel a little itchy now to look at it, and that's why this is fun, I mean, it's crazy to see where you've come from this, but I I think a lot of us would have the same experience. Yeah, yeah, and if, if you, if you look at what the trooper's holding. Yeah, uh, it's a Darth Maul prop. It's the Darth Maul Black Series thing, yeah, you got it, you know exactly what it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love it and you can tell this this was on a on a phone because you, you get you got a little bit of depth of field going in there i mean there's a little blurred background uh, 
I, I would I would be more proud of this than my early pop shots. I mean, my early pop shots, I literally throw a Funko Pop down, turn my phone upside down, so make them look a little taller, and that was it. I mean, that was it. At least you like tried the stage and use multiple figures here. You got them out in nature. You know the water. You captured that. Uh, I think, but I now think, these are fun to look at. So <laughs> thanks this, for sharing that one. This shot was the first time I actually put like figures in a bag and drove out. Oh, to got you. So this is like, hey man, I'm I am a motherfucking toy photographer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he calls them storm storm poopers. Storm poopers. Can't, can't wait to force awaken. So yeah, this this would have been June oh, of yeah. 2015. So yeah, yeah. we hadn't even gotten the new movies yet. So Very this is an excellent excellent archive shot here from Sir Dork. And, <laughs> and really, people, those of you that are starting out and you see where Jared's at now, this is why I wanted him to share stuff like this. Because it just like he said, practice <laughs> makes perfect. Practice, right? Right. So we'll we'll definitely have that in the YouTube version of the cast for you, as well as linked in the uh, StarWarsTime.net version of the cast. All right, up next is a shot from Jared. It comes from April 19, 2017. So this still would have been before he went viral. And, and yeah, I, I could see why you would have chose this one for skills improving. So this is almost two years after that shot we just talked about. And it, you can tell you, you're starting to get your, your firework game on. Yeah, I, I I like to think of this shot as kind of like a milestone. This is like the first time I, I don't think the first time I used fireworks, but the first time I used it, and I was like, wow, this looks cool. I can't wait to post this. Yeah, and, I know that feeling because I too started with fireworks. I was like, oh, this will be easy. And then I looked at some of the process shots, and it's like, how the fuck do those guys do that and make it look natural and stuff? <laughs> it's just not some random explosions. Right. It's, it, I know the feeling, yeah. And this this was still with my phone, I think. I don't think I had a uh, camera camera yet at this point. Oh, boy. I mean, that, that's even more impressive because I, mean, I don't know if you had the burst shot on your phone, but the fact that you... Yeah, the burst shot. You burst sure. shot it? Okay. Uh, yeah, you can even see, I mean, the, the posing, posing's pretty good, and the way that the embers are coming here, it does feel like they're kind of getting blown back or blown into it. Uh, I, it even looks like they, I don't know if you, you styled them up. No, those are probably just burn marks from fireworks, right? Those little yep. black specks all over the, the tank, tr or the shore trooper. Yeah, I think that's just the, uh, like, the debris from whatever firework. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was using at the time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, which one is that? What, do you remember what firework that is? Um, it wasn't a crackling ball for sure. It was one of those little, um, little like two inch tall tube looking fountains. Got you, got you. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, yeah I mean, I dude, Jared will he'll go like the grocery store and buy a pack of like the shitty fireworks and just see what they do. Those are other things <laughs> you can get on his YouTube channel. Yeah, you never know so, what you can find in those things. It's fun. But I, I am definitely a, a crackling ball guy. I, I just I live in Ohio, so I, I can get fireworks fairly easily. Uh, so I just rolled out the Phantom Fireworks one day. They had they buy one get three free. I think. What I spent? Yeah, I spent two hundred dollars and essentially got you know do the math. It was almost six seven hundred dollars worth of fireworks. I mean just just boxes and boxes and boxes of crackling balls. That's so amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, I I haven't need to. I haven't had to go buy any new yeah. ones any anytime soon. So it's crackling balls are are my go to. But it's funny because. Anytime I go and I buy more, like when I run out, they always seem to be made completely differently than the last time. Like oh, sometimes, yeah, I mean, let's be real, man. I mean, how many regulations do you think China really has with these firework <laughs> shops? I mean, 
uh, and just the crackling balls himself, you, you never know how they're going to react. I mean, I've, I've found, I don't know if you've tried this, sometimes if I, if I want to try to get them to stay where I want them to pop off, because you never really know unless you bury it. But I'll, I'll take the bottom off and just leave the charge and the top half on. Yeah, I do that Because that time. way it's not, right, it's not bouncing on the ball, so you don't have to worry about it jumping at you. I'm sure you've had crackling balls fly at your face, back into your camera. Because when you light those fuckers, if you don't bury them or, or pop the bottom off, they're like a, a Super Bowl firework. You have no clue where you're going to go yeah, after the go charge anywhere. ignites. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I've had a um, spark go like in my ear hole. Oh yeah. That yeah. was that was a wake up call for sure. Or, or sometimes you'll you'll look in your, your shots and there'll little be embers melting your figure that you didn't see at the time. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely get some pretty funky natural weathering when you use fireworks with your figures. Yeah. I just did some to the uh the hyper real Darth Vader this past weekend. His uh he's got a few pock marks at the bottom of his cape, a little bit of dirt, but hey, he nice. looks he looks he looks rugged now. He's not all shiny. I can't wait to he see that. He looks like his 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 cape has been dragged across a battlefield or something. Hell yeah. But I've also fucked up some figures pretty bad with fireworks too, so. Same. Shit Same happens, here. right? <laughs> Shit happens. Same here. All right, and then we're at the a current shot of Jared's. This one's very recent, September 22nd. It's definitely a good one. And, and boy, oh boy, can you tell, has, has this dude started <laughs> to perfect his hobby here? Because uh, we've got this patrol trooper here. It's great, great capture, very crispy looking. You've got the trademark Sir Dorica fireworks going on. Plus, Jared's also kind of a, a, a water droplet guy. You know, he likes to do the water splash effect uh, and just, you know, good dynamic pose. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, was, I was pretty happy how this one came out. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you had the wires out. That's something I still, to this day, suck at is using wire to pose really that's i can't do you, know, you I feel like do without you, those i can't do it do you, well, you, well obviously that's why i don't have any dynamic poses because i'm just like <laughs> fuck it i'll have you stand there and maybe bend the leg where it almost looks like you're moving no do you to... do like the will you form a little circle at the base of your wire and then try to get to get it to support that way by like jam it in the leg joint or do you wrap around their feet and I, try I to leverage it that way yeah, I'll, I'll wrap around the feet probably more often. Sometimes I make them into a little like a little horseshoe nail and kind of like stick their like onto their feet in the ground, which sometimes that works pretty well. Sometimes I wrap around their waist. I think with this figure, I wrapped it around his waist. Because I've just I've found sometimes if you just try to make the little stand and then have the the wire pop up and try to use that as leverage, it just never seems to want to stay for me i've seen people i think jesse uses uh styrofoam as his base and just fucking stabs wire into it oh, to use it that really way smart. right i think manny bothans use that as well and it's just like me there's just so many little fucking tips and tricks you just yeah. sometimes when you think about and then when you see it you're like man i am fucking dumb <laughs> like i am dumb some of the shit i've i've done to like get a shot and then I see people do something similar, and they, they figure out a way easier, more efficient way. I'm just like, man, I am a caveman when it comes to creative ways to take pictures of toys. Well, that's just uh, that's the beauty of the community, you know. Yeah, that's how you learn things. That's I probably owe yeah. more more than half of all the things I do to just oh, 100%. You know, learning from other people. 
100%. I mean, anything I'm doing at this point in time is something I've seen someone else do, and I'm just trying to not not necessarily recreate their shot, but recreate some of the techniques, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's what's awesome about it, and everyone's always so open and willing to share their ideas. It's, it's really awesome. All right, so I also asked Jared to just kind of pop up three shots from artists that uh, inspire him. We won't spend a lot of time on these because we got one more segment here. I don't want to keep him too long. I, I didn't even... I didn't even know if we go this long, but you just never know when. <laughs> no, this has, this has been great. This has been great, man. Like, thanks for having like me if, on. Really. If you got shit to do, or if I'm keeping you too long, just say, "Hey, man, like, you know, <laughs> cough a few times," and I'll take that as a signal to shut the fuck up. But I've been having a blast talking to you. So yeah, same here, um, man. Same here. But he sent me over three shots from people that he kind of looks up to, and the first one here is from Sergeant Bananas. You know, we we heard Jared talk about him earlier definitely an influence on a lot of us in this shot here we've got the uh with the adat pilots here and it looks like some snow troopers in the back and this is a a vintage bananas firework shot yeah like this i think this around this time uh when he this was like his kind of style this is when i first kind of started following him probably and i was like wow like how do you even like this is just like looks like a legit battle scene. How do you even do this? I hear you. Yeah, and, and like you know, just the Boca is just beautiful. And yeah. he was. I mean, he was one of the originals, if not the original. I mean, he's at eighty-seven thousand at this point. Yeah. He's put out a book. Uh, yeah. I've I've enjoyed other guys almost getting up to his level. Like I I still remember when Richie came on the scene, Nose Rain. And just yeah. watching his account go from brand new to now legendary, For uh, real. plastic action. I mean, he was had a decent following when I first started getting keyed into him, but then he just went fucking nuts with his plastic baller stuff. He's been yeah. featured on ESPN, ESPN, you name it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's really so, so cool. Mac Day, I, I love all those guys. Another one he shared, hey, look at this. I don't know if he's just doing this to be nice, but... He shared a picture of everything Kylo, you know, goat, uh, a fellow SWT goat. And, and yeah, man, I mean, Jesse always, like I said, Action Jackson, he brings the power to his shots. This is a shot of uh, Jakku Ray all decked out in her goggles, steady whacking some First Order troopers with her bow staff. Yeah, this is this is an old one of his for sure. And, like, I feel like if you were to see this one, it'd be like, oh, why that? one you know because it's an older one because i just that's how we all are for sure but this was around the time where i first kind of started following him and i was like wow that's so cool how do you get like the dirt to like look like that like that looks awesome like this yeah, is now so we know cool. he's, he's got a green ass straw and he fucking blows it <laughs> yeah. it's awesome i'm yeah, literally gonna try that I, i'm not I, I think it's a fantastic idea because i mean by canned air it's expensive it, it's somewhat out of control especially if you want to get very precise directional sprays of particles i mean you hit that can air you get shit that goes everywhere i mean in your you're in your own eyes and your camera lens oh so yeah. jesse just very daintily blow a straw to direct the particles where he wanted to it's just brilliant shit and you know, yeah. that's why sir dork follows him and is sharing a shot here that's why we love jesse too because yeah he's, he's amazing He's a creative motherfucker. And then we've got Zay, a.k.a. Black Series, BLKSRS. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, this shot, I remember this one. I'm pretty sure this was a top five at some point or at least made yeah, a feature on Star Wars Time Show. But it's a shot 
that Zay did of the Black Series Grievous, and you look at this, and it looks better than Grievous in the movies. I yeah, the first time I I think I was I was in the movie, like I saw a movie, and then like the movie ended, I opened up my phone real quick, and this was on the top of my feed, and I was like, what the? Like, it's it's sick. How, like how does somebody make this? Yeah, like it's it's the, the shit he can do in Photoshop and and the and how many layers of shots he'll take to to have a shot like this, it, it's mind boggling. I mean, yeah. I am a Photoshop dolt. I don't even use it. I use Affinity Photo because it's somewhat dumbed down for people like me that just for some reason I, I don't get it. I'm a professor of computer science. I cannot fucking figure out Photoshop to save my life. The only Layer reason this, I can use mass this empty mass that. Fuck you. You know what I mean? But Black Series, this guy, he can do Photoshop with his eyes closed. I mean, I, I bet this shot is composed of, I don't know, 10 different layers probably. Right. He did a, a layer breakdown video for it, and I was just like, yeah. wow. Oh, my it's God. It's crazy. I mean, he'll shoot, like, the green light, the blue light. He'll bring in the effects. He'll do the overhead light, the atmosphere aerosol. And then he somehow marries it all together into this type of artwork, which again, I'll have on the YouTube version of this episode or linked in the post on starwarstime.net. All right, man, thanks for sharing those. And that brings us to the big news, the the, the thing I wanted to get into, get some insights. And that's the fact that this guy, my friends, Jared Middleton, got invited to go out to London for the Triple Force Friday live stream. Not just to sit in the audience, not just to be a fan there, but to, I'm assuming, it looked like he got to check out some Pinewood Studios. He was on the motherfucking stage with another great toy photographer, Rebel Jawa, a.k.a. Dan Sparks. But if you if you watch this, if you're in your community, I know you, you saw it because, you I mean, we put out a post just to say, hey, look who was there, and as well as some of Jared's other followers. But, but Jared and Dan were literally on the stage at the end and got a fucking segment spotlighting their toy <laughs> photography hobby and their yeah. love of Star Wars. So, dude, this, how does this go down? It's, it's literally just, I still can't believe that it's, it's happened. But So, it was probably in June or so, I, I got an email from this person saying, hey, uh, I work for the Walt Disney Company and... Uh, you know, we have a, a very special campaign coming up for, you know, the biggest movie of Star Wars universe, blah, 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 uh, The Rise of Skywalker, and uh, we need a, uh, someone to take a photo for with the 5-inch black series, and I was like, what? I was like, this is clearly fake. Yeah. So, like, I didn't even believe it at first, and then, like, I read it over a couple times, and I was like, I don't know, maybe it's not fake. They're not, like, asking me for money. So, <laughs> I, uh, I responded. And eventually, like, it turned into, yeah, we want you to come to London in July and film, help us film this, like, commercial slash campaign uh, thing about Star Wars fans and want you to take some pictures. Uh, And I was like, okay. Yeah, Yeah. you're like, yeah, fucking sign me up. All right, I'll I'll pay for myself to get out there. I mean, I'll swim over there probably, right? Yeah, and they said, yep, nope, it's all... um, we're obviously going to pay for everything. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so, and like, next thing I knew it, like, I had my bags packed and uh, I went to. crazy. Yeah, I went to London and it was like the mid July or so. And I met Dan there. 
so uh, I mean, Rebel I guess Jawa. did the same thing happen to, to Rebel Jawa? Like yeah. You just got a random so, email. I mean, it's not like you guys knew somebody that knew somebody. Yeah, we just both got just super lucky, really. Like, I, crazy. I mean, did they say it was because you were using certain tags or someone just caught it, uh, the right person saw it? I mean, did they even give you that type of insights? Or well, they, they have people that do this, you know, that just do the searches and look for people. And I guess the, at first they, they wanted, like, they had a couple photographers that, like, already worked for Disney to do this. And then they were like, no, let's just grab somebody, like, from the community and one of them went on to Instagram because they knew that the community existed and they they literally handpicked us I just like I just really just luck I just got so Fucking lucky rat. I mean that, I mean that man is the force with these guys or what my friends I mean yeah. talk about it I guess you, you kind of have to use luck I mean I hate using that term because I don't really just believe in pure luck obviously you two have put time <laughs> into your craft it's not like I doubt the, the whoever hunted you down just closed their eyes and scrolled through like a toy pop session and stopped them <laughs> one and said, "Hey, fuck it, yeah, that looks good. We'll go with that person." Uh, I mean, so, it could I mean, have been. Who knows? But uh... <laughs> I mean, it, well, it, it not really because if you think about it, I mean, even if you just look at your your follower base compared to what what Dan's was before you guys got blasted on on Star Wars. I mean, there there's. I, I guess you could see why they may want someone like you with a very high follower count. I mean, let, let's be real. In the end, it's it's all about promotion when we really break this stuff down. Right. Uh, it's a business. So if, if Jared's sharing Hasbro products, Star Wars stuff, you know, it, it's going to get in front of thousands of people. I mean, Dan had a, a great following too. I'm not I'm not implying that. I think he was well over five thousand, six thousand, or whatever. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I, that's. I mean, that's one question I has. Is like, how did this go down? Was it? Yeah. Just a contest or just got pure an email. luck? Because I, me too. I mean, unfortunately, it wasn't for something like this. Unfortunately, it's the wrong word. It was still a big honor. But I, I mean, I got an email from Litsky PR, who reps Hasbro, and that's when they're like, "Hey, take some shots of Luke Skywalker. Use these hashtags. Submit them, and we may pick a few to roll out at Star Wars Celebration 2019." Right. And, and you were on there. S yeah, and and they they did it at SDCC too. I mean, so that that was awesome in and of itself. But that's, I'll tell you what, that's I, I so would, cool. I would trade that for what you guys got to do to fucking heart me because that man, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, I, I can't even imagine what that experience was like. Uh, yeah, getting flown out on amazing. their dime twice. I'm assuming because they had to bring you back out for the the stream, right? Yeah, twice. So for the first time we went over, we didn't know anything about the stream. The, the live stream was something we didn't really learn about until right beforehand. Like, everything's very last minute. So we basically had to drop everything, fly out there. Uh, we went, um, and we kind of just, they or first, the, um, once everything started to happen, they, they gave us these three figures. They gave us the, the Sith Trooper, the Rey, and the uh, Supreme Leader, Kylo Ren. And so at the time, nobody had seen these. Like, this is, like, this is still uh, July. Oh, yeah. And we're, Dan and I are just freaking out. And, like, just like, oh, my God, wow, like, nobody's seen these before. This is crazy. And we got to take them out and shoot them for a while. Um, and so we did our best. Like, I was kind of afraid that my shots weren't going to come out okay because I was, you know, out of my element. I didn't have all my 
my gear with yeah i was gonna ask i mean it looked like you guys they they either i don't know if dan brought tools because he lives over there or if you guys asked or if they asked you like hey is there anything you need here like canned air smoke atmosphere air saw i mean clearly i don't think they had any of your fireworks but it looks like you were able to kick up some particles here and there. yeah i brought my little air gun and i brought some wire some lights uh and my camera and that's basically it he i didn't bring the atmosphere air saw because i wasn't sure how that would work on the plane yeah, uh, but dan brought some jail Got yeah so i couldn't have any fireworks which damn it <laughs> i know um, i mean that, that that's kind of your mo but hey man you, you still had fantastic shots i mean thanks, and then man. to get blasted on at star wars how about that yeah like the second they said <laughs> that we we're gonna put them on there we were like oh my god like, fucking shit yeah i mean i i saw the one i saw dan's suite his gallery and it i think it was only up for three or four hours and it was almost at three hundred thousand likes yeah his, yeah it blew up and it's so cool and his follower count like almost doubled which is amazing and dan like dan and i didn't know each other really at all before any of this and now him and i are like new best friends like he's oh, i was gonna guy. say you guys have are probably like star wars bros at this point i mean that, that yeah. is that's a fucking life experience what you two got to do yeah, it was so cool being able to experience it with him. You know, he's he's an amazing guy, and he, he deserved it. No, I've, I've always liked Rebel Jawa. I mean, through Haywood Pop, I, I interfaced with him back in my early days. You know, again, tips, how'd you do that? He kind of sent me some Digirama backgrounds. Right. And he's always a guy, I don't know now, because he's probably getting bothered a lot more with the following growing, and especially <laughs> like someone like Jared, I don't... I just know what it's like now with Star Wars time slowly growing. We're at like 1,300, and every day now I'm getting multiple tags, some DMs here and there, and just trying to stay on track, all that shit. But Rebel Jawa had always just very nice, answer questions, very polite guy, helpful dude. So Yeah, yeah. It's man, that's just it's so fucking cool. I'm sitting here like, who do I have to blow to get this type of opportunity? Because <laughs> I'm ready for that at this point. I mean, 39 been doing trying to create star wars content in some capacity for at least 10 years now just just haven't hasn't gotten in front of the right person but i'm, I'm so fucking pumped that it happened for someone like you someone like nice, dan man. i mean it's just so cool i mean it's just so awesome seeing you up there so that's the other thing what did you all get to see i mean did you get to to tour all of pinewood or just kind of like the I'm assuming they have areas that's open for guests or visitors. I mean, what else did you get to do, at least for the live stream portion of this hookup? So the the live stream, we yeah, we went to Pinewoods, and there was just kind of like, we kind of just like we're doing what we're told, following the people we're supposed to follow. Um, and they brought us into this one area, and it's basically just, it was kind of like this one big VIP party, basically, for like press and social media people that could see all this stuff for the reveal. Uh, and then there's a little stage there too where the live stream happened. So like before and after, there were just kind of people hanging around, like taking photos, this and that, but you couldn't post it until after the live stream. Uh, and they had some really cool stuff. Like they had a, uh, like a life-size X-Wing uh, made out of Lego outside. Uh, okay. And they, yeah, and they had a bunch of props from the movie. Like they had Kylo's lightsaber, Kylo's helmet, uh, and they had Ray's, slash Luke's, like, newly repaired lightsaber from The Rise of Skywalker. And they had the Yavin, uh, like, medal that they, uh, you know, they received at the end of A New Hope. Uh, just, like, a ton of cool shit, like, including all the new products. 
And so a lot of these uh, Black Series figures and stuff I, we had already seen because of leaks, you know. Uh, but there's a couple of them that weren't uh, leaked yet. And we were like, oh, whoa, I haven't seen that one. Like the uh, the Purge Trooper from Jedi oh, Fallen Order. I mean, let's be real. Leaks are one thing. I mean, seeing an image is, okay, great. But you guys were seeing the motherfuckers in the flesh. Yeah, right? and they were right there. And we wanted to just take them and home and that would have been awesome like if you guys got like burnt with lucasfilm because you were sticking figures down your pants and like ran out <laughs> that would be quite the way to go down yeah rebel um, job was like go you guys just fucking running out like yeah, <laughs> we got him but the thing would be is like there's there's only one of each figure so who's gonna take them like am i gonna take them yeah dude? right you guys would have, we would like, have fought over each other <laughs> yeah you're like you're like oh yeah go ahead dan you go first you trip him take the figure out of his hand but one of the one of the other good parts was uh, like everyone who attended got like a little goodie bag for being whatever the guest, and okay. the goodie bags had a bunch of cool stuff, a couple Funkos, and they had each one of them had a Black Series figure, and um, my girlfriend was actually there with me. They flew her out too, which was the coolest thing ever. Oh, so, that's pimp, chaos uh, cuties, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. There we go. Yeah, we'll plug was, her up. She was so happy to be there. And so I opened up my goodie bag, and I'm like, oh, uh, it's the Ray. I mean, she's great, but, I mean, I already have her. Dang it. And then she opens hers up, and she's got the Mandalorian. And I'm like, oh, my God. Ganked. Yes. Just reach in, fucking stole it, and slid Ray into hers. Like, right, what's mine is hers, and what's hers yeah. is mine. So it works you out. even swap here. <laughs> right, Although yeah. she's never going to get to touch the Mandalorian, let's be real. <laughs> Jared's going to keep that thing close to the vest. He hasn't blown it up yet, so. I haven't blown it up yet. Yeah. I'm sure so, it's coming, though. I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. I got some ideas. Shots. Yeah, all right, good. Good. <laughs> Hopefully it involves fire and that blowtorch of yours. Oh, it will. Of course it will. So uh, how was the uh, – I'm asking because at one point in time I was in the, the media business, video games at least, did a lot of great fun things out at E3 many years with media VIP parties. So oh, how that's did, cool. How did Lucasfilm do? Was it was it good? They have good dr- free drinks and good yeah. food? Yeah, it was really cool. Like, um, they had an open bar, and the two drinks available were... A lot of techno uh, music and neon lights? Um, I think it was... The music playing was, like... It was clearly Star Wars-inspired music, but it okay, wasn't, like, great, official Star Wars most, music. Most most yeah. video game media VIP events were nothing but, like, wah, 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 you know, like... And I, I like EDM. I'm not shitting on it, but it's kind of a hard type of music to sit there and chat with other other professionals or people who are trying to generate leads with this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> yeah. But well, I, the, I always like those scenes, man. I mean, it does kind of make you feel a little special to get into those VIP really mixers did. where everything's so cool. free. Yeah, the uh, the names of the drinks were cool. The uh, One of them was a Finn and Tonic. Oh, yeah. And the other one was a Jedi Mind Trick. And, uh, Ooh, yeah, what's in tasty. that one? Uh, it was like Jedi a Raspberry something. I don't remember, but it was tasty, and I had a couple. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got to be careful with those things because when when it's open bar, sometimes uh, you get a little too excited, and before you know it, you're like, oh shit, I might be a little <laughs> fucked up, and I probably shouldn't be talking to strangers that are uh, pretty high up and powerful in certain places of the world. I was trying my best. Actually, actually, uh, I think Dan had a couple more beers than I did, and they asked <laughs> us they asked us to do uh, an interview. And uh, one of the things they wanted us to do, they were like, I want you to uh, to sum up Star Wars in, in, in 10 seconds for someone who's never seen it before. And Hey, look, and, look at this guy. I mean, he's got a fucking killer British accent, by the way. <laughs> Just, you know, I spent enough time with him at this point. I think. 
but like so they wanted us to uh uh to to say everything about Star Wars, the whole story in 10 seconds for someone who's never seen it before. And so I, I had this great idea of how to do it, because that's actually pretty difficult. Yeah. And so I start doing it, and Dan chimes in, and he just starts getting into the most, like, in-depth detail about <laughs> every little thing. And, like, we're going, like, 10 minutes at this point, and we haven't even finished yeah. the first movie. And he's just going on and on. <laughs> and I had to interrupt him and just be like, Dan, I think we're being a little too specific. And the people behind the cameras are, like, shaking their heads. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, but you don't understand, mate. <laughs> Anakin was the chosen one. Honestly, that was kind of how it went down. And it was, like, probably the most adorable <laughs> thing I've ever seen. he missed his mom. <laughs> yeah, it was basically what happened. And so, like, I figured out a way to, to try and ease it up in 10 seconds afterwards. And he was, you know, what else can you expect from a super Star Wars fan like him, you know? That's all. That's he had a lot to say. That was great, man. Uh, well, I, I think a lot of us are going to say we wish we could have been there with you guys. I know all of us would be. So the other, the only other thing I want to ask you before we wrap up here is, what was it like sharing the stage with a legend like Warwick? It was it was really cool. Like I love that guy. He, he's one of the best MCs out there at these Star Wars events. I mean, I've seen many of his panels at the celebrations throughout the year. He just, yeah, he, was, he just seems like such an awesome dude. He really was. Like, he he really cared about you. Like, he at any time, like, we had to interact with him. It was, it was so nice. And even the times, like, outside, like, you know, he would always have something to say to you. He said he liked my shirt. You know, and that was cool. And he was just, he cared about everything he had to say. You know, he's a genuine guy. It was really cool, which, you know, you don't, you can't always expect from. Did you guys you have know. any chance to, to talk to him as a fan or was it all just kind of, this is for the, the, the stream here, here we go. Yeah, we did a little bit. Like, it was kind of funny. Like, we had to get our makeup and stuff done. And so the, the, the room we were in for that was the same room where uh, work was there and Eunice was there and uh, uh, Naomi was there. And uh, we were just kind of like standing there while they were doing their makeup too, and we were like, uh, "I guess we're next." Um, yeah. So like, and it, we had I got to talk to him a little bit in there, and he's just, yeah, really. I mean, that guy's got to have some just some of the most epic of Star Wars stories because he's been doing it since he's a little kid, and he's pretty much had a role or a bit part in every Star Wars property since. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's really cool. He would know. Yeah, he was no. he was the man. And I'm glad you finally confirmed that it's Eunice because uh, my my standard co-host likes to call him Junis, or maybe I, I call him Junis and I'm blaming it on Nick. But I would never have known until you know they were talking and saying his name, you know, yeah. at the on the live stream. Yeah, those so. Nordic people they usually don't pronounce their their J's and stuff. I'm surprised he didn't have any like umlaut characters over his O's <laughs> or anything, but. That dude, is. to me, he's another one that just seems like a fucking stellar human. He was so nice. Like, yeah. He was such, a, like, just a sweet guy. Like, you can just tell he is overly grateful that to even he be there. Kind yeah. of fell into this gig, and now he's taken over for Peter, and he's pretty much going to have the role until he gets too old and decrepit, I would imagine. Because, yeah. I mean, he's done a great job as Chewie. I, I think he's maintained what Peter brought to the character while also giving Chewie a little bit of his, you know, finesse back in terms of movements. You know, because poor Peter was, right. you know, even in TFA, he could hardly even fucking stand the guy. I mean, just when you're that tall of a human, it's not healthy. 
Yeah. It, it just yeah. It eventually wears on your system. So, yeah, he seemed cool. Naomi seems like a good person. I, I really haven't seen her in anything else, but I'm excited to see what she does with Jana. So, I just, I mean, it's rad you got to interface with these people. Yeah, it was, it was seriously like nothing less than an honor. Like, it was just so cool. Like, you know, we would, we would be there and be like, wow, like, we're literally here right now. Like, this isn't. So, do you feel at this point, I mean, can you springboard this or have you already springboard this in the other mega ops or do you think you might ever get the call again? Uh, I, I mean, it's possible. So, there's a lot of things change very quickly with with Disney, as I've learned through this. So actually, while I was there, there were some people from Hasbro there too. So I tried to, you know, plead my case and, you know, tried to build some kind of relationship. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's something yeah, there. You need and to get that hookup that the, uh, it seems to be Nose Rain, Work More or Less, Sweat Picks, Black Series, right. and Plastic Action. Those guys. They they pretty much get gift boxes every month when new, when Hasbro drops new figures. And honestly, that's what I was ha- had in mind when I was talking to him. And I was like, hey, yeah, so I have an Instagram. Um, and then I probably yeah. just babble yeah, around I, like No, you idiot. should just start with, I've got 45,000 followers. Let's talk. Right. Honestly, I should have led with that one, but I didn't want to sound mean, like a I, I guess. asshole. <laughs> It's not well. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So it's not like you wear a shirt with a sign on it saying forty five thousand. But hey, you, you know, have your your account has juice, man. I, I know you know that. You're, you're not you're not a fool. But <laughs> I, I've just I've been in the in the business forever. Like I said, entertainment boot. I started in 2010, all about video games. Got myself to flown out to E3 as media for many years. I, I get the game of hey, if you've got a website with a certain amount of following, we can do this for you. And I, I would think at this point, you would be a no-brainer for Hasbro. Like, okay, I mean, every shot he puts out is going to get at least viewed by a 1,000 or more people at this point. So hook the I guy hope, up. I hope that's how they, they see Let's it. Let's go, Litsky PR. Come on. I mean, if you contacted my dead ass, you got to contact Sir Dorf, right? <laughs> I mean, they've yeah, never and- contacted me again, so I don't know what that means. But I've at least been asked by the people that handle Hasbro in the States to cook up some stuff for them to put to, uh, to be featured at Hasbro events. So yeah, it doesn't hurt to reach out too, you know, like that's yeah, well, how things happen maybe, sometimes. Maybe I'll slide you a contact here or there. Slide into their know. DMs. There you go. <laughs> you know? All right, brother. Th- this has been absolutely <laughs> fantastic. I-, I I've had a great time talking with you. Hopefully Same. I didn't wear you out. I mean I, I no honestly way did not even anticipate we'd go an hour and a half. I mean, we, we we're reaching Nick and Matt levels in terms of jabbering about Star Wars, but you know what that means? That just means we had a great dialogue. There was no him and Erhan or Amin and Uwin. We just riffed on it. So I agree, man. Thanks yeah, it's, again. it's been an honor. Thank you so much for having me. This, this has been so cool. Like it really, this is awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Excellent. And, and hopefully those of you that are into the toy photography stuff, hopefully uh, you got some stuff out of this listening to, one of the most popular accounts out there right now, Sir Dork Seven Three Zero, and if he's willing, we we're, we're planning on having him back next week to do an episode of the Primetime Show with me, where he'll play more of a co-host role, where we're just kind of riffing on whatever's new in Star Wars land, and then we'll go through and do the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. That would so be the coolest thing ever. In. Yes, um, I, I hope he comes back because this has been an absolute blast great to talk to thanks for all the insights jared 
But at this point in time, my friends, you know what you need to do. You need to get your happy asses over to StarWarsTime.net. Start clicking around. Look at the posts we've got up there. We do more than just share shit on Instagram, I promise you. We've got <laughs> videos, got news, commentary on the news. Everything a Star Wars fan needs. So StarWarsTime.net. And if you're not subscribed yet, hit that link up there. It says subscribe to podcasts. I promise you, you will find the platform of your choosing. And if not, you can even just take the damn RSS feed and plug it into whatever reader you want. And once you're there, we also have our YouTube subscribe links in the sidebar. Just help us out. Follow along, sub up, share it with a friend. Once you get there, please like, rate, review, comment. It all helps more than you could ever imagine. And remember, when you listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will be with you always. Oh.